Hey friends, welcome back to Flourishing Your Faith. My name is Alexis Glass, and if you're on your daily walk, drive to work, slash school, or simply just making dinner, I pray these conversations bring glory to God and ultimately draw you closer to Him. I decree that your relationship with Jesus will flourish and faithful fruit will be the evidence of that. Alrighty friends, it is podcast day. I have my coffee. I think it's currently 8 o'clock at night. I'm recording this podcast. It's going to be a great podcast. Had a long week. I'm actually recording it on Friday. We posted it on Saturday. So, whoop whoop. <laughs> last minute things. But it's actually not last minute because I've been preparing for this podcast all week long. But I just haven't recorded it. So, I haven't been last minute. I've just been preparing. Thank, praise the Lord. Okay. I am drinking a coffee at 8, 8, 8 o'clock at night. Don't judge me, friends. Because... It's been a long week, but it's been a good week. It's been a productive week. Um, if you're on YouTube, comment down below what is like the, how, how has your week been? Has it been good? Has it been productive? Has it been busy? Has it been very slow, boring? I want to know it all. Kind of put in the comments below how your week has been. My week has been good. It's been productive. It's been gone really long week i feel like i'm excited for the week i'm excited for just different things i'm gonna go see the barbie movie tomorrow may let you know my thoughts next podcast episode um <laughs> and um i guess all the updates that i have for y'all cool so i have been reading in second timothy and i've been reading in jeremiah second timothy has really been sticking out to me lately so i thought i would talk to you guys about second timothy 4 2 Timothy 4 has been really just speaking to me lately, and I have a couple things to talk about kind of as we go through the chapter. So I was going to read, we're going to kind of go through the chapter together, kind of do kind of a Bible study type thing, and just let, kind of let you know what I've been learning through this and some things that God really pointed out to me through this whole entire chapter, Um, because this whole entire chapter is literally incredible. Been kind of deep diving and reading this in sections and in parts, Scott, and I just, um, wanted to share with you guys what I've have kind of digested from this passage of the Bible. Um, it is really wonderful. kind of speaks to leaders. It speaks to um, people in the church. It speaks to people even that serve in the church, people that are um, being examples of Jesus Christ. It kind of speaks to all of us, but it can speaks to different places. Um, but I, so I'm just going to kind of go through it, kind of do like a Bible study with me, kind of go through kind of my process of when I read a Bible, when I read the word and I kind of talk about it or write in my journal about it, kind of just sharing you guys what I've written down, what God has revealed to me through this. So without further ado, let's go to 2 Timothy 4. So I'm going to read verse 1 through 5 first, and then we're going to talk about it. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in at, that in latter times some will, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So this is talking about the latter times. And in my, actually in my Bible, the latter times 
talks it basically says it's the period of time between the first coming and the second coming of christ so if that is correct we are actually currently in the latter times where the bible says that people will deny their faith become insensitive to the spiritual truth um that faith become insensitive to the spiritual truth so basically we are in the latter times i think it's really interesting how a lot of people have denied the faith they denied any, even any faith and especially in my generation we want to deny any type of faith we want to deny any type of truth any type of thing that con that is biblical truth we want to deny everything and accept anything but that or everything but that and I think it's kind of interesting, but it's also not interesting because the word of God says it, that people will go, are going to deny the faith and give heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So they're giving heed to these things, giving heed, meaning like, like obviously letting, consuming these things, letting these things reign. Um, and I think it's so interesting because what we consume, what we give heed to, um, where you're consuming deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Um, and I think that's so interesting because they're off, often the enemy is not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm a deceiving spirit. I'm waving right at you through your, through your phone screen. He's not necessarily going to be doing that. It's mostly in the deceiving part of just in the slyness of a TikTok, the slyness of a YouTube video or a people that you like to follow on YouTube that you watch every single week, every single day, that you wait to see their posts, you wait to see their things like that. And I think there's, it's not a coincidence that we have live in such a culture that these lives style vloggers or bloggers or people like that they they post pretty much every day and they they basically give you some content every single day we consume these things and that's why we really have to be careful what we give heed to because it may just be a deceiving spirit and a doctrine of demons so I just pray that we would all be spiritually aware not necessarily just aware of what we're consuming yes be aware of what you're consuming but I just pray that we would all my generation would arise people and Christians in my generation would arise, the people that would be spiritually aware and spiritually aware of what is they're watching, what they're consuming around them, um, whether it is things that are of God or things that are not of God, things that are are you know deception or even um, spirits that are not of the Holy Spirit and different things like that. I just pray that we would arise people that to have the Holy Spirit and are able to discern spirits and that's something that um that's a gift of the Holy Spirit that people may have and I think it, it, in every in every person that is has that is redeemed and has been accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior has the Holy Spirit and if the, they ask the Holy Spirit to be able to you know see those things and perceive um the discerning of spirits then I think that you will in certain scenarios and wherever the Holy Spirit wants you to see those things so I just think that something that we should always be praying for something that we should always be aware of because our world we are in the latter times we are in these times um between obviously the first coming and the second coming of Jesus Christ something else that I thought was really interesting is that people have are becoming insensitive to spiritual truth and sensitive to spiritual truth and I thought that was really really cool the way they said that because um insensitive think of sensitive the, the root of that word sensitive that we are sensitive to spiritual truth that we are causing it causing it 
cosmetic, I think that's a word, <laughs> that we are aware of the spiritual truth and that we are sensitive to listen to it and to heed to it. But our world right now is becoming insensitive to the spiritual truth that we are basically not sensitive, that we don't take heed to spiritual truth, that we take heed to every other truth but the truth. Um, so that's something that I got from that. And it also talks about someone who departs from the truth is prey to all sorts of traps. So basically talking about in verse 3 and 4, how they um, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving. So it's basically that whenever we depart from the truth, we are easily deceived to not partaking what God has given us and we are easily deceived into partaking with other things, partaking in sensuality and all these things that are not of God um, because we have turned away from the truth, the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That rhymed. That was great. Um, But so I think that was something that really stuck out to me from that. Now, when we get into verse 6 through 11, it's starting to talk about people that are ministers, think people that are uh, in ministry and leadership. So I'm going to read verse 6 through 11 real quick. And it says, If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives' tables. And exercise yourself towards godliness, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having a having promise of the life that now is and of that which it is to come. This is a faithful saying and a worthy of all acceptance, for to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those who believe these things command and teach. Basically, this is talking about that you're going to be, to be a good minister of Jesus Christ, you have to be nourished in the words of faith and the good doctrine yourself. That was really interesting because it talks, but like in verse six, it's like, you know, be nourished in the word of faith and the good doctrine, which you have carefully followed. But it's because it starts with you. It starts with what you do. So in order to be a good minister of Jesus, in order to be a good messenger of Jesus, or even just person that are carrying the gospel, we all carry the gospel as, you know, believers. We have to have um, if these words of faith and the good doctrine. We have to be carefully following them just as much as we're proclaiming to other people would be carefully following them. So that was really wonderful to kind of that kind of, pointed out i (laughs) i circled the word you multiple times but then in verse 7 talking about rejecting profane and old old wives tables and but exercise yourself towards godliness um so just we obviously we nourish the words of faith and the good doctrine but also we reject the profane and wives tables we reject these things of this world these um profane things and also these these old wives tables these 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 myths and legends we reject those things but we but we exercise the godliness we exercise the truth we boldly nourish these words of faith in the doctrine of jesus christ um and i think it's so funny because um we it says by the exercise profits little but godliness is profitable for all things because you know i work out a lot <laughs> that was kind of funny to me body exercise is profits little 
we made it profits, but little compared to godliness. I feel really good after I work out. I feel, I feel rejuvenated. I feel have energy. I have, you know, I feel like good. I feel strong. But that feeling has nothing compared to the godly, to the glory that is in God. And when you walk in godliness and you, you exercise godliness. And I think it's wonderful the word they use, exercise godliness. That it's something that is um, consistent. It's something that takes work, that takes that you have to be moving and active in. And I guess since it's a wonderful word that they use there. I, I love how God is intentional with his words with that. That was really beautiful to me. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to see I mean, in other my notes. Yeah, that was all that I had for notes for that. And then I'm going to read verse 12 through 16 real quick. And I talked about verse 12 of my Tuesday lives really specifically. So I'm not going to go in really depth with verse 12, but I loved verse 12. If you want kind of want to listen to kind of a, a deep dive into verse 12, um, then definitely go to my Tuesday lives from this past Tuesday. It's on my Instagram saved as a post. So go listen to that. That was really good on that Tuesday. But I, I'm going to read 12 through 16 real quick. And it says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not de- neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of eldership. Meditate these things, give yourself entirely to them, that your project progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. This is also talking about ministry, talking about, you know, the ministers in particular, telling you kind of, kind of guidelines of what's, what you need to do. Be an example in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. All those, those wonderful things that I talk about in my Tuesday lives, in your word, basically like watching your mouth, watching what you're saying because you're an example. In your conduct, watching your actions, how you carry yourself truly matters. What do people say when, what's your reputation like? Like what people hear you in your conduct? Um, do they say, oh, she's an angry person. She she has a temper. I don't know if you want to talk to her. Like, what is that reputation like in your conduct? I just think we need to be cognizant. We need to be aware of those things. Uh, in love, uh, unconditionally loving others. In spirit, not just in truth, but in spirit and in truth. And faith, and your trust in God throughout every season of your life. And purity, and that wonderful holiness that you have that is separate from this world, that is pure for God's use. And then I love how it says, until Jesus come back. You got to be giving attention to the reading, exhortation, and to the doctrine to be pay attention to this word of God, pay attention to what God's saying, pay attention to um, what he's saying to the people of God, what he's saying to you. Just be aware, give attention to these things. Don't neglect the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Don't neglect the gifts that you that you are be able to have through the Holy Spirit. Be able, be active in your faith right now. Um there's more, there's things that God has for you to do right now before he gets back. And I think that's the kind of the main theme of verse 12 through, thir- through 14, that we have things to do before Jesus gets back and that he wants us to be prepared and to be the best example of him and all these things and also to give attention to these things that we have our gaze fixed on him.
And then in verse 15 and 16, I love, I love, I love verse 15 saying, Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. I love, I love that verse. That verse has been sticking with me. Meditate is such a strong word. It's not just reading the word of God. It is meditating over the God, over the word of God. It is dwelling on what it means for you and for your household in this season. What God is speaking to you. What promises of God are over you. What what is what is this word talking about? What is the context beside behind this word? It is meditating on this word, letting the Holy Spirit speak to you through the word of God, and giving yourself entirely to them just letting emptying yourself out for God's use and then in that your progress will be evident to all nobody then it's so cool because I love how whenever you spend time with Jesus it is evident um like there's a one of my friends it's evident that he spends time with God it's evident because it just overflows into conversations it overflows into time with friends it overflows into all these aspects of his life into work into situations with his family and friends it overflows into everything because it's evident because he has been meditating on this word he knows God intimately he's letting God in and to restore him from the inside out and verse 16 saying to take heed to yourself and to the doctrine continue in them for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you take heed to yourself and to the doctrine continue in them for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you that is so much there is so much power in that verse that if we take heed not to this world like remember in the beginning of this remember remember in the beginning of this chapter talking about taking heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons we need to be taking heed instead to god taking heed to the doctrine of god and continuing in them being that consistently taking heed into that because if you do this you'll save both yourself and people around you will be saved because it's contagious the presence of God it's contagious the zeal of the spirit of God so that's what I got out of first Timothy 4 um (laughs) that was a lot but I had such a wonderful 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 time studying that and just having just taking that in it was such a wonderful chapter um if you like this type of podcast just kind of really just comment down below or like it and give a five-star review if you want um let me know if you like this type of podcast I loved kind of going through this with you and just talking to you guys about what I've learned and what I've been kind of hearing from the Lord through this um but yeah just let me know if you like this type of podcast if you want to be more conversation type podcast on a topic we can totally do that as well but I thought this was something that was helpful something that we can all kind of do a little bible study together um but yeah so I thank you for joining me I hope that you have an amazing day so far and that your weekend's wonderful because I was coming out on Saturday and I pray that you know this is a productive day productive week you've got this God is with you he's never left you nor forsake you and if you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior you should he's awesome um <laughs> and yeah anything else to say subscribe to the podcast like it give it a review um and yeah that's all i gotta say love y'all i hope you have an amazing day and i will see you next time next week every saturday on the podcast bye friends